Good Sunday morning to you. Uh, welcome to On Texas Football. Longhorns with a just a devastating win. Uh, true domination in the Big 12 championship. 49-21 to 21 over the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Uh, the offense was clicking on all cylinders. The defense uh, created a couple of turnovers and only allowed one touchdown drive, really, uh, when the game was still in doubt. The second one was a, a short drive after a uh, after a uh, interception from Quinn Ewers. Overall, it was just true domination. Jerry Hamilton uh, joining me. We're going to do be, be doing grading with the horns, uh, brought to you by the folks at the Rodman Firm, uh, PLLC. Uh, Jerry, let's start uh, with this episode of grading the horns. At the quarterback position, I mean, you look at the stats, uh, my goodness, um, 35 of 46, 40, 452 yards, four touchdowns, one interception, 452 yards is a Big 12 championship game uh, uh, record. Quinn Ewers, the young man, redshirt sophomore out of South Lake Carroll, had the game of his life at a time when Texas needed it uh, to, to put its best foot forward. Uh, for the college football playoff, this team came out and de de basically followed his lead from the very outset, uh, the Longhorns getting it underway with Quinn Ewers. What were your thoughts on Quinn, and what do you think the grade should be? You know, I thought uh, I thought the one thing was he, he was really calm in a big situation. And, you know, he was that way at Alabama, too, if we go back to that game. I don't think it was any different than how he played at Alabama. Those are the two – I mean, he played extremely calm on the road against Alabama. Uh, so, you know, I'm giving him an A-plus. I know he had the interception, but, I mean, when you start, what, 12 of 12? 11 of 11 or 12 of 12, right? He was uh, accurate in the short, the intermediate game. Uh, he only really threw three balls um, that you, he would probably like to have back, and only one was an interception, a couple of incompletions, one down the field on the left sideline, the worthy, which he just threw – too far inside if he leads him to the outside uh, that was a touchdown worthy was gone on that play but i thought he he distributed the ball well i thought he what he did was he threw catchable footballs all game long to players where they could catch it whether it's the backs turn up quickly accurate passes they could catch it in stride turn up quickly even the ad mitchell intermediate game good timing catchable footballs where he could turn up and maximize same thing with xavier worthy same things with jt sanders he threw he out of his 41 passing attempts he probably threw 37 catchable footballs that is an extremely high number in this type in this level football game i i agree i i, I do not debate the the a plus grade despite the turnover i would add to to that not only was he poised jerry he seemed better in the pocket, and your point about him getting to his second and third receivers, particularly over the middle, yes, uh, was probably the best he's been. Uh, I look at the numbers, and, and Jatavian Sanders had eight catches. He was off, off in the second or third receiver in that. Jordan Whittington is rarely the primary. He had four catches as well. That tells me, Jerry, that the Longhorn quarterback was really going on all cylinders in my opinion, on, on Saturday. He he literally uh, just had, I, I don't know, game of his life. I don't know if it's fair to say that because, frankly, he wasn't called on to do much in the fourth quarter, uh, but it was just so good. He was also really good in scramble mode, uh, not only just picking up a first down, but also keeping his head up so he could toss a ball like to Jaden Blue for a long uh, first down uh, pitch and catch. I, I just, I, I get that feeling right now, Jerry, 
that he is uh, he's progressing like a first-round draft pick should. Of course, he has a big decision coming up for himself, whether or not he goes or stays. We'll see where that comes out. Uh, maybe later this week, maybe in maybe in a couple, maybe in a month, we'll we'll figure out what happens here uh, with uh, with uh, young Mister Ewers. All right, let's go to the running back room. Hit by injuries, obviously. Uh, you you talk about uh, Jonathan Brooks, uh, but then you start talking about Cedric Baxter with a touchdown run, Jaden Blue with a touchdown catch. How about Keelan Robinson with two, not one, but two touchdowns on the day. His biggest performance of the year had four carries uh, out of the backfield, also had two catches. That's six total touches on offense. It is one of those things right now, Jerry, where the Longhorns are a running back by committee, but it's a hell of a committee. It is, Bobby, and here's the thing. They're just as good out of the backfield as they are taking handoffs, and that is when you're at a real strength as an offensive team. Uh, Jaden Blue, Cedric Baxter, Keelan Robinson, they are all strong in the passing game. And my strong, I mean sure hands can make one guy miss in the case of Cedric Baxter, can run through. If he needs he needs eight yards, he can find a way to get nine. Jaden Blue and Keelan Robinson are big plays in the passing game waiting to happen. Uh, and then Jaden Blue, look, I mean, Oklahoma State, if there's one thing Oklahoma State did well on Saturday, they defended the inside zone and the inside run game really well against Texas. Um, they, they held Cedric Baxter and Jaden Blue probably around three yards a carry, maybe 3.2 for the day on inside into inside runs and A and B gap runs. Uh, but Texas made tough yards in this game. Cedric Baxter had a good touchdown run. Again, we keep saying it's, I mean, it's a broken record. He's not 100% healthy. He's not going to be until after the season's over, maybe at a bowl game. Uh, but Jaden Blue's improvement, Keelan Robinson's, Robinson's opportunistic plays. Uh, it's a great feeling as a quarterback, Bobby, when you can swing the ball out or you can check it down and you there's a threat of a big play being made by a running back. Texas is in a really good spot. Quinn Ewers is in a good spot. I give these guys a A-minus for this game. Because I, it's a passing game and running combined, you know, could they have done a little bit more in the run game on in the A to B gaps? Maybe. But Oklahoma State also, Nick Martin's a hell of a linebacker. Um, so he he – now, Oklahoma said Sark said the best linebacker crew uh, that Texas has gone up against this year. So I would give them an A minus. I, I have no problem with that grade. I thought the entire offense was great. I thought they were, to your point, they didn't drop any catchable passes. They were plausible in uh, pass blocking. Uh, Keelan Robinson was an explosive player for Texas. Jaden Blue was terrific out of the uh, out of the backfield. I don't know how you, you, you grade them any other way than that. Uh, Fifty, They average about five yards a run, by the way. So you, you think about it that way. And Longhorns had a good, solid team. That's basically what happened on on uh, uh, on Saturday. It was just a team performance at the running back position. Let's talk a little bit about the receivers because Oklahoma State was just no match on the outside. I mean, Xavier Worthy, Adonai Mitchell had a great, great uh, game, in my opinion. Then you throw in Jordan Whittington with his his effort. Uh, the wide receiver group uh, on Saturday, Jerry, tremendous. A absolutely tremendous. Look, I mean, they made plays uh, after the catch, They it, whether it's short, whether it's intermediate, right? Uh, A.D. Mitchell, again, great hands, big catches, right, when it matters. Um, Sure-handed in the end zone. Uh, all the things we've talked about, all your Jordan Whittington making people miss in the middle of the field after the catch. 
Xavier Worthy making people miss after the catch. JT Sanders, obviously tight ends, but all the Texas receivers, anybody that caught a ball made people miss after the catch. And then when you get that um, against an overmatched team, that means you're maximizing what you can do. And I thought this uh, this receiver core maximized their opportunities in the game. Xavier Worthy had uh, Oak State over the top. Quinn missed him. Uh, maybe there's one other throw Quinn missed. Uh, but other than that, look, the receivers ran clean routes. Uh, there wasn't any confusion between Quinn and his receivers. No drops. Been, no no drops. Drop. Um, I'm going to go A-plus for the receivers. They were they challenged Oklahoma State so much, Jerry. I mean, they just they were better than Oklahoma State's secondary. Let's put it – I mean, Adonai Mitchell and Xavier Worthy were too much. And um, when Corey Black – Somebody was talking about Oklahoma State's speed was going to worry Texas. Where? I mean, at what position? I mean, Texas literally made them look bad, I thought. And Mike, and Mike Gundy said it coming out of halftime. Well, after Corey Black went out injured early in the first quarter, he said he looked back there and saw four freshmen sometimes or four inexperienced players in the secondary. That's not a good place to be against this Texas receiver core. At no, all. I, I tell you what, I want to say thank you to one of our main and primary sponsors. That's Tim Rodman of uh, in the Rodman firm. Tim and his group uh, help you with business law, uh, construction, real estate, commercial real estate, any kind of law that is general law in the state of Texas. They can practice anywhere and everywhere throughout the state, uh, please give them a call or visit them at therodmanfirm.com. That's therodmanfirm.com. Tim and his group are big supporters of the Longhorns. I know Tim was going nuts yesterday with the Longhorn win. Uh, so really proud of him uh, and uh, thank him for his sponsorship. Let's go to tight ends. JT Sanders is an A++ for me yeah. on Saturday. I mean, look, that's his best all-around performance of a tight end for Texas since when? Jermichael yeah. Finley against OU maybe in 08 or something? Well, or, JT, or JT against Bama earlier this year. Yeah. He didn't have as many opportunities, but he made huge plays down the field. Again, it's, we're talking about Texas and Bama once again. How well this offense played, how well Quinn played, how well JT played, looking better with the ankles, 100% healthy, it feels like, or close to it. But, yeah, he made plays after the catch, right? I mean, that's the thing. He, he's a guy that if he maximizes yards after the catch, Texas gets first downs or chunk plays. Gunnar Helm did his job. Malik Ogbo uh, did his job. I go A++ for tight end as well. Yeah, and Gunnar Helm had a nice second down catch, or first down catch on a third down. Uh, ended up leading to points as well. Uh, I want to say this, if, if we're talking about it, do we put Tavondre Sweat as a tight end? He, want, he wants to yeah. Bobby, he wants you to. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he did, he gets a, a touchdown catch. Uh, he was lined up as a tight end, so let's let's put him there. Big one uh, for the Longhorns there. Offensive line, Jerry, clinging pocket for the most part. Colin Oliver gave them a little prop. Yeah. Um, the running game didn't really get – on track until the second half, but they started leaning on Oklahoma State, and there's really not much Oklahoma State could do about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, uh, again, uh, advantage Texas here uh, in personnel. We said now Oklahoma State did a pretty good job in A to B gaps against the run, right? Now linebackers had something to do with that. Christian Jones had a couple of struggles at right tackle and pass pro. Colin Oliver's a really good player, uh, probably has a future making money in this game on some level, right? Uh, but Texas did their job in this game. That was the thing I looked at is they gave Quinn enough time. When Quinn was under a little duress, Oklahoma State couldn't get home against Texas. They didn't have the players outside of Colin Oliver to. 
Uh, but uh, and they did they put the uh, linebackers in conflict enough. But the offensive line absolutely did their job on Saturday, and I'm going to give them an A minus, Bobby, just because they want to run inside, they want to run A gaps and B gaps, and whether it's that Jonathan Brooks is out and Cedric Baxter's a freshman, and that's not really what Jaden Blue's strengths are or not, they would probably say they didn't go A++ because they weren't as effective running the ball in the A and B gaps as they would ideally like. Boy, I really liked uh, Oklahoma State's middle linebacker, Nick Martin. He's a tremendous uh, football player. Yeah, I, and, and that was a big part of that. I think that he stopped a little bit of that inside run game. But I would give the, I would give the offensive line an A, Jerry, uh, just to be fair. I thought Texas played well. Offense overall – I'm giving it an A as well. Uh, you can't tell me that Texas uh, puts up, uh, you know, 600 plus yards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games in a conference championship game, uh, a dominating performance, a 49-21 win. Steve Sarkeesian was in his bag all game long. We talk about the, the tight end reverse to J.T. Sanders, the double reverse pass to J.T. Sanders, the, the throw to Tavondre Sweat. They had no problem on fourth down against uh, Oklahoma State. They threw outside and completed easy pitches and catches. They Sarkis had it dialed up for the offense on Saturday. No, he absolutely did. And, and even though I went A- minus on the offensive line, I'm going A-plus for the offense all told. They set a Big 12 championship game record. And, and, they, and they did so by almost by more than 30 yards. So I give them an A-plus overall offensively. All right, let's get on to the defense. Before we do, I want to say thanks again to, the, to our friends uh, Tim Rodman at the Rodman Firm. Uh, on Texas Football, this episode brought to you by the Rodman Firm. Tim and his group are committed to serving your needs in business, commercial, and residential real estate, construction law, and more throughout the great state of Texas. Tim and his team pride themselves on detailed representation and developing long-lasting relationships with their clients. Call Tim at 281-343-3382 or visit rodmanfirm.com. That's 281-343-3382 or visit rodmanfirm.com. All right, Jerry, you know, it's it's a broken record. The interior of the defensive line is stopping running backs. The entire defense is. Ollie Gordon comes in as the nation's leading rusher. Let me read you this. 13 carries, 34 yards. He averages 2.6 yards a carry. Both Jaden Blue and uh, Cedric Baxter average more than that for the Longhorns. Uh, where do you think this Longhorn defensive front and what grade do you give them out of I mean, look, Byron Murphy got – they didn't have any sacks, right? But, boy, they put pressure on Alan Bowman, too. 
No, they did. And look, maybe the front four didn't get home as much as you ideally like, but I'm going to give this group an A because that what, what was the one job they had? to shut down the power run game at Oklahoma State. And they did that. And I think the edges played more with some contained and trying to get up the field as much as possible. I thought the Oklahoma State offensive line actually held up pretty well in pass pro when Texas rushed four. I'm still going A because the primary job and the primary goal was to shut down the Oklahoma State run game, play great defense on first down against the run, and put Oklahoma State on second long and third longs. And I thought the Texas defensive line did their job once again. Byron Murphy start set the tone on the first drive of the game with some serious pressure immediately off the snap against the uh, uh, Oklahoma State center guards. I, I tell you what, Texas uh, just dominating. Oklahoma State, Jerry. Uh, and I think it's because of the Texas defensive front, had only 13 first downs all game long. They only had 19 minutes of possession. Texas possessed the ball 40 minutes. I can't remember the last time Texas had it over 40 minutes of possession. I mean, can you? I mean, I just, it's crazy. Texas dominated in the trenches, I think. And that's why Oklahoma State in that power run game could never get on track, never uh, control the ball. Another piece of it, the Texas linebacker core played extremely well. Anthony Hill leads the team in tackles with six. Then he also causes a fumble. Uh, you also have some other big plays, I thought, in there. Look, Mo Blackwell sniffed out a uh, screen pass beautifully. Jalen Ford was strong against the run as well. Um, all of that. You, you look at it in that direction, uh, Jerry. I think the linebackers played as good a game as they could play against a, a power run team that liked to throw a lot of pass. No, I did. I, I, I totally agree. I mean, look, Mike Gundy's going to scheme uh, against all of your guys in the secondary, and he's going to scheme you up. Uh, and I thought oh, the Texas linebackers responded well. They played a physical football game, right? Uh, and even when they weren't in position, maybe took a false step, they responded with a, a physicality, speed to the football. There wasn't a lot of hesitation there. And, and Texas has better athletes at the linebacker position then they win against, uh, uh, by and large, in this game. I give the linebacker uh, core a solid A for today's effort. I think that's totally fair. The 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 defense is a little bit different, Jer. Right, this defensive backs, they got turned around, a couple of pass interference penalties, a couple of didn't play the ball in the air. But Keaton Crawford, I tell you what, he made up for some some beats this year with a nice interception uh, on uh, Saturday against uh, against the the Allen Bowman and the Cowboys, Jaron Thompson gave up an easy or a relatively easy touchdown that was right in front of him. But then he came back and I thought he played inspired football in the second half in particular, very physical, very, very, very physical. Thought that was tremendous uh, for him. Uh, and so, you know, my thoughts here are pretty simple. Texas did not have a great game in the secondary, but they played well enough. They popped them. They, uh, Manny Muhammad, I thought, had a great game, even without, even without now, um, uh, Ryan Watts. I felt like this Texas secondary had one of its better games of the year. Uh, they, o Oklahoma State, ended 22 of 38 passing for 250 yards. I'd give the secondary a B, B plus. How's that sound to you? Yeah, I, I'm going to go B plus because normally in these games this year, Texas has given up 300 plus yards passing, right? especially when they didn't get home and sack the quarterback. So that did not happen uh, yesterday. So I, I give this group a B plus 
because I thought they made plays when they had to. They tackled well. Look, there's some good right, – uh, Presley's a good double move guy. He is quick Absolutely. jitterbug. He can get you on double moves. Uh, that's as tough of a matchup as John A. Barron's had in a while. Um, and so I, I give this group a B-plus because, again, Texas has given up chunk yards, chunk plays a lot this season when the, uh, the defensive line did not get pass rush. And that did not happen as much – they controlled the game even if they didn't play perfectly, and they and they only gave up 255 yards passing. Remember, one of those is a drive late when the game's out of hand. So they re- probably, when the game was in the balance uh, before that mid-fourth quarter, wasn't when the game wasn't in the balance, but you know I'm getting that, they probably had only given up 180, 190 yards passing. That's pretty good against the Mike Gundy team uh, in, in this situation, in this setting, and how much was on the line. So I'm going to go B+. Plus. Interesting. All right. All uh, right. Defense overall, I mean, I'm looking at it. Uh, the the Cowboys, you know, you look at it, 281 yards total. 250 of it in the air. They just suffocated uh, the run game. Uh, it was impressive. Um, I, I don't know if it was their best performance. I think Mike Gundy schemed them up really well early, actually, uh, somewhat early. But then I think this the talent and athleticism and that defensive front took over. I'd give this defense – which ended up giving up 21 points. Only 14, though, were true drives all game. I'd give them a strong B plus, A minus. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go A minus just because the objective uh, is to keep the team you're playing out of the end zone. Keaton Crawford had the big interception. Uh, Texas had middle pressure with a linebacker blitz, but Keaton Crawford finished that underthrown ball with an interception, and they kept them out of the end zone 14 points in three and a half quarters. They did their job. Um, and they limited big plays for Oklahoma State, and they took away the run game. And, yes, the defensive line, yes, the linebackers, but the defensive backs also have to play well against that cutback too. If Molly Gordon gets to the second level, they have to get him down so it's not a first down. So I thought collectively as a whole this defense played really well, and you win a conference championship game 49-21 with one of those touchdowns being late. You get an A for me. All right, special teams did not have a huge impact on this game. Curiously, though, we, we talked about it early in the season or early in this week uh, that uh, Mike Gundy was really concerned about the Longhorns punt return game. He went with his pooch punter the yeah. entire game. Yes, I thought that was funny. Burt Auburn 0 for 1. No, no big kick returns of note. Uh, Oklahoma State tried to run a fake or a reverse out of it at one point. Texas got nothing big, but, you know, I I think special teams, other than Burt Auburn's miss, was probably a push. I would give the special teams unit, I don't know, an incomplete because they weren't really given yeah. many opportunities. I guess coverage was an A. Yeah. The turn game was a C. I mean, what, B? Yeah. And then you had, you I had think Auburn's miss. I mean, what, what do you think? Incomplete in the return game. I mean, that's you get incomplete in the return game. I, I'm giving them an A for coverage in this game. Presley's a quick guy. He can make you miss. He can get a little something. Texas covered very well, right? I mean, the, the missed field goal, Burt Street had to come to an end at some point. It's better it comes to an end than a blowout, right? Yep. That yep. Play, they took the they took the delay when Texas probably should have called timeout. And Sark even on the uh, – that you could see him on saying, that was on me, that's on me, that's on me, and for not calling that timeout because they never reset the ball and pumped the clock. and Or they took a long time to reset the ball and let Oklahoma State uh, – uh, substitute in so they never pumped the clock clock was running down if texas calls timeout bird auburn's kick is probably good from five yards closer so right. I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go a on coverage incomplete in kick return 
Got it. All right, uh, Jerry, I want to grade one last thing before I let you go here uh, this morning. Coaching. Yeah. Did t- did Steve Sarkeesian win the headsets on Saturday? Oh, yeah. No, he he absolutely did. Um, look, he had the Oklahoma State defensive coordinator twisted. I mean, there's <laughs> no doubt about it, Bobby. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Um, so, I, yeah, I Sark won the headsets, PK, the entire coaching staff. Uh, I give this coaching staff an A-plus for this game. All right. I, I agree. I couldn't agree more. All right. That's going to do it for uh, the uh, On Texas Football uh, Grading the Horns episode brought to you by the Rodman Firm, PLLC. We appreciate Tim and his team. Uh, Jerry, I appreciate you. This has just been a fantastic team uh, to cover so far this season. And we still got more to come. Uh, Longhorns 12-1, and one, uh, defeating uh, Oklahoma State soundly. 49 to 21 in the Big 12 championship. The Longhorns leave the Big 12 just as they entered the Big 12, winning the conference championship. For Jerry Hamilton, I'm Bobby Burton. This is hey, ben. can I add one oh. more grade? Yes, absolutely. I give Brett Yormark an F for the trophy presentation. <laughs> there you go. All right. Signing off for Jerry Hamilton, Brett Yormark. I'm Bobby Burton. Have a good one.